Hi guys, and welcome to the final episode, season three, episode 10 of the Weekly Freestyle with myself, Tom Dean, and my co-host, Alex Sutton. Uh, and we're doing a little bit of a round-up episode today, um, finishing off season three. Crazy has already been 30 episodes, but uh, I do have to apologise, first of all, in case either of us sound a little bit down. Uh, Alex is a little bit under the weather, and I'm fresh off the flight back from Australia, having landed a few hours ago. So I think I've had... I think we said four or five hours sleep in the last 48 hours. So, You've done well. We're, we're down, but neither of us are out yet. Down, neither of us out. And as always, the weekly freestyle comes first, no matter what state either of us is in. On your deathbed, we're still recording that final lap. So um, we're going to be doing we're going to be doing a bit of a roundup episode today, chatting a few a uh, few chatting through a few different things, um, talking about a few questions that we've got, uh, and kind of rounding off. Um, rounding off season three i mean i can't believe we're already at episode 30 yeah it's it's mad um i look back on hopefully i don't sound too croaky i just blow my nose, blew my nose actually but if you look back on episode one <clears throat> that date was the 14th of december for season three it's kind wow. of mad looking back um so yeah we've we, we've come a long way but you are you're back you're, you're actually mm. in your old room i am bit, i am a throwback my... i don't don't usually see you there yeah, I know. I don't think I've even recorded one from here before. I'm in my childhood bedroom in Maidenhead, actually, because normally, <laughs> normally, normally when I'm in Maidenhead, we record an episode together at your house um, in, in, we do. in Maidenhead. But obviously, you're slightly under the weather, so we've we've decided to go separately. So I'm I'm back in my house in Maidenhead. Yeah, um, just little brother William in the house actually. So a bit 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 quiet at the moment. Mm. Um, Straight the, off the back the, of his. Um... His birthday. Yeah, William Dean turned 18 last wow. week and went on his first ever night out on Friday to uh, Potion Motion, which is the new new club that's opened up in Maidenhead. I've so, heard a um, lot about it. I've heard about it. I've not been... So, obviously, whenever we go out in Maidenhead, we would just go to Smokies because it's kind of the only club that's in Maidenhead. But this one, I've heard rivaling Smokies. Wow. So, make of that what you will. And how did William Dean's night end up? End up? Yeah, I think he's still judging his levels a little bit. You know, uh, and um, honestly, mate, you sound like he's just come back from World War Three or something. I'm like, pal, you just hung over from Friday night. It's Sunday can, night. Can now. you get him? Can you get him to come on? <laughs> I might you have actually to, grab you know. him. Get, get him. <laughs> go grab him. him. Go grab him. Let me let me text him to come through. <laughs> go grab him. Yeah, that would be too funny. He's like, um, he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> He's saying he's like, oh my, my, um, my head's still spinning. My my ears haven't equalised yet. I'm like, what? You haven't just come back from Ukraine, mate. You went to Potions Motions on Friday night. <laughs> it's literally three minutes down the road from your house. <laughs> you had like a few Jaeger bombs, mate. Let's <laughs> bring it down a few notches. So um, uh, at least he didn't end up in your bed, though, because you know he had. That's true. That's true. No, Luke Withers, friend of the pod, ended up back in my room uh, after the night out and spent the night there. So hopefully by himself. Um, so um, yeah, that's that. <laughs> unlikely <laughs> anyways um i don't i don't know where to start should we we obviously last episode was jim's episode last week which yes. i thoroughly enjoyed taking part in and also listening mm. back to um it was, it was a it was a slightly weird one for me just because um i felt as though i i know jim so well just from kind of like the conversations we've had and you know you've met him a few times haven't you Some yeah parties yeah i'm thing is that even when he was at your first one i don't think we actually ended up speaking so i'm not actually sure we've ever had a chat um but 
you know it felt for us as though we'd, we'd known each other mm. for years which was so nice and it was so yeah. interesting to um you know really have such a casual conversation um and i thought it was mad yeah it was so good yeah no i agree i really enjoyed it and i've had a lot of people say that the kind of just the banter and the you know how relaxed it was at start from you know really enjoyed what you got to remember about jim is out of all the people you know apart from dave my coach he's probably the person i spend the most time with in my life as in one mm. single person because we train together every single day especially out in australia when we were living together as well so the fact we get on so well is really really good and it it was i think we struck the right balance between that friendship um and the good relationship that we all have together but also getting some interesting kind of interview answers and having some pretty deep mm. chats and stuff and i think we managed to, to nail that so i really enjoyed it um you know when you have an episode that runs way past that 30 minute cap we normally put on it you know it's a pretty good one so um yeah true and i, I think, think you really enjoyed it as well it's a bit different to the normal pod questions yeah i think the uh just the insight in terms of inside the cool room in terms of the in-between of stuff um yeah the first time you two both met was very funny and it was yeah. it was so funny when you both realized that you're thinking the same thing um <laughs> yeah and then i guess on a slightly more serious note about you know the sacrifice he had to make um mm. at the most recent games with the relay stuff and how yeah, he had yeah, to sacrifice yeah. his own individual chances which is something that i don't think i've ever heard said before um no so, no yeah, really there are many cool people that, that. that that's been asked of um yeah it's really interesting and something that you know when you know the sport and you know what's required of you you gain even more of a respect for someone who's done something like that so mate it was a great episode i loved it one of my favorite guest episodes so far yeah and, and on that note if you've not listened to it um go back have a listen and i guess if there's any other stuff you've not listened to uh go for it because mm-hmm. we've got we've got Absolutely. quite a decent catalog now um really? but yeah you mentioned you flew in what was it a few hours ago flew into heathrow um yep. off the back of well in an australian time or where you were on the gold coast it would be six o'clock in the morning right now bear yeah, in mind so we you left up... yesterday oh mate we woke up on so we woke up on saturday morning we trained for an hour a training session like nine to ten then i got breakfast and packed and all that stuff and then we played volleyball on the beach from about one till four four thirty or something like that so we had a really big stint of all the lads playing volleyball on the beach great fun so it was a pretty long day i was quite tired by that point anyway then we left the um hotel at 7 p.m and drove to brisbane airport and then caught a flight at midnight that night for five hours between leaving and catching the flight we then took an eight-hour flight from brisbane to singapore and stopped off in the airport at four for four hours mate it seems like a daydream like it almost didn't even happen mm. even though it's only like 12 24 hours ago and stuff like four hours in singapore and then we got on another flight and it took a 14-hour flight from singapore to london which landed was eight o'clock now um five hours ago about half three um and mate you know what i'm like i struggle sitting in airplane seats anyway so when i'm trying to sleep in between and you're catching 20 minutes here 20 minutes there and stuff i wear like an aura ring yeah it tracks my sleep so i wore it for the whole flight and it's like well done you had a 40 minute nap or something like that you know and i'm like <laughs> that's a 14 hour flight and i'm just catching little oh, bits dear. here and there so yeah mate and then just yeah come back and had a bite to eat so i'm gonna head to bed after this i reckon but i've got a feeling i'm gonna be up at two three in the morning not able to sleep but nice yeah, yeah that, that, part that is it? that must be the i think it's one of the roughest things not being able to sleep on a flight even if mm. it's just two or three hours across to europe yeah, <laughs> I, i've never i've thing. never really been on such a long one in in my memory so i can't really yeah remember having to do that but that must be a nightmare did you uh yeah did you get those those longer leg seats at the front this time or luckily i did up? 
luckily I did on the on the longer leg. So the 14-hour flight, I managed to get myself a bit of an extra leg. I mean, I say extra leg, it was probably an extra six inches, something like that. You know, there's a wall we'll after that. And it was it was a, a mother with her baby sat next to me, sat next to Jimmy, sat next to another mother with their baby. So it's like I don't. They've got the big guns at the front, and then me and Jim, and we're both quite broad. You know, he's built like a Dorito. Like the boy's got shoulders that stick out either side of his chair. So, um, yeah, and I had him like leaning on me, like resting his head on my shoulders as he was sleeping. <laughs> I just didn't ask. Oh, we've got the boy yes. himself. Yes. Um, right. Uh, we're just recording the pod. Get, get yourself in here, mate. Right in your your left ear. Can you hear yeah. William? If you hello, William. Now? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, William. How are you, mate? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You're still growing out your hair? Yeah, yeah, a bit, actually. I need to get it. Did you say you come back from Dubai? Dubai, yeah. I just was mm. out there for a, a training camp. Oh, how was that, mate? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Nice. First time being international. On to the important... Good lad. Happy birthday, of, uh, by Friday, the way, mate. Of Friday night, actually. Friday night. Yeah, the big 18th. It was big. How was... I'm sorry I couldn't make it down. I, um... I didn't want to crash your party. Oh, it was it was right. We went out with a couple of the the swimming lads, uh, Luke and all those things. Uh, and it, it was good as far as I can remember. It was good. It was it was good. Yeah. What 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 point of the night did you get to? Uh, Walking I, into spoons. I don't think I remember leaving the club. <laughs> I think we were in there, and then next moment I've woken up upside down on my bed in my pants. It's my one go. o'clock. My phone's dead, pitch black, and I'm just profusely sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, it sounds yeah. intense, mate. Oh, no, it was a great time. a good it's night, to be fair. Yeah. Did Baker make it home okay? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I think he got an Uber home. But he was Baker planning time. on going training and to work, and he missed both of them. Oh, dear. Uh, Did you? Were you in the pool the next day? Uh, no, I... I I was not going to go to school. I had out. plans with some mates that I had to cancel because I just woke up way too late. That's but right. at least I didn't have to go training. I was glad about that. True. Good stuff, mate. Uh, well, you you better get yourself um, rested up after your yeah. uh, your big night. I think I'm still a bit re- recovering slightly. Ears, ears <laughs> oh, quite popular. oh yeah, no, I'm still a bit hazy. Well, after your two Jaegers. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'd half a pint of Guinness as well, mate. So come on. <laughs> Next time, go go shot water, half a pint, shot water, 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 and you'll be okay. Taking drinking advice from Alex, aren't I? By the way, so. <laughs> I don't, to be honest, I don't <laughs> think I saw a drop of water that night. That's shocking, mate. No, yeah. shocking, mate. Right, well, you've got training early in the morning, haven't yes, you? I do. So, so you can probably get yourself off there. Thanks for the first the first appearance on the pod. Definitely not the last. Uh, no, we're we're lining up guests for season four. Really? So I'm thinking. Could be potential big names, exciting. yeah. Big names, but make sure uh, we get him not after a big night, otherwise, he won't be. Yeah, um, we'll not be a mate. bit more profusely sweating on the pod. Yeah. Like All right, well, <laughs> I'll be on that. Cheers, son. Cheers, fella. See you Those headphones are wet. There you go, then. Absolutely drifting, mate. Yeah, long, um, long. What were we saying? Long flight. Um, just chatting about the big man, yeah, about the Dorito. Oh, so I sat next to Jimmy, yeah. So that was my flight. It was long. And then we get to baggage reclaim and it took an hour to put in my bags, which was like last Was that BA one. again after they lost my case? BA. It wasn't, but it was in Heathrow. So I'm still... It could be BA. BA. BA need to behave. <laughs> so they should change their name to. Um, and how was how was the rest of camp? Because we caught, kind of caught up 
probably when you're only a week in so or maybe two at a push but there was a, a lot of weeks mm. that we haven't actually spoken about it was, was it was it good it, 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 mate, it was honestly the best camp i've ever done in my swimming career i know it's a bold claim but between the quality of training the times i was hitting the work we were doing the food like the accommodation the weather like you, know, you just couldn't you couldn't really top it and i think everyone would agree with me in saying that so yeah loved it mate loved every minute of it uh and we're going back there next year exactly Big. the same time for exactly the same length of, of, of camp and same accommodation same group you know it's going to be yeah it's going to be really good i'm really excited because last time you went was that was it three years ago yeah i did that little post yeah that's just, just what i was saying actually i was actually gonna grab that up because for those who don't know and don't follow you on social media uh you actually did a post where you um compared a photo of you jim and dave from last mm. time to this year um so just yeah wondering if we could we could break down the differences because in the main it's yeah. very similar i think yes. the tans are looking a lot better in the most recent well you're mm. looking a bit red though mate yeah a little bit on the red side that's why i was kind of i'm in an r and about posting that one because I'm standing next to Dave, who's really tan. You know, he spends a lot of time yeah, out Dave's in there. And Jimmy, who, you know, naturally, it was in his jeans, isn't it? You know, he gets very tan. Um, mm. And I'm looking a bit on the red side. But compared to the three years ago, I'm looking pretty tasty there. So uh, I think I'm a little bit bigger, a little bit taller. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. I think that a big difference here is I reckon, maybe I'm wrong, but it looks as though you've taken the photo in like one of the first days last time. Whereas no, this one round... Yeah. If you're yeah. reading between the lines, this second one tells me, right, we've had a great mm. camp. Um, you know, mm. I've got sunburn. In Jim's case, he's got suntan. But whereas the first one's kind of like, you're rocking up, you're straight off the plane, and you're like, exactly. quick, let's get a photo. Exactly. When you put two and two together, you know, that's the conclusion I'm drawing as well. It was three years ago, but that's that's what I was coming to. Um, in hindsight, probably should have posted the current one first, followed by the old one, because now I've just got, and my profile, a recent post of me looking about 18 years old. So, mm. but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. And da has Dave got the same crepes on? Or does he just uh, go for exactly me, the same? I think he buys the same shoes uh, on, on, on the regs right yeah, every time he goes in town. So, um, uh, yeah, but hey. it's good though. Um, got some nice comments. Shout out to Andy Guy um, for dropping a little comment. Uh, the voice XXX. So um, big up Andy for that one. Yeah, that's that's a big comment. Drop that. And one thing never changes, and that's Dave being completely iced out. Absolutely, you know it is. Roll on the wrist and the big Olympic rings on his finger as well. Standard stuff, really, isn't it? Good man. And um, yeah, speaking of sun cream, did um, did your teammates start to get better? And actually, specifically, I know you baited out two of your teammates. Um, did you want to? Did you want to give a word on Mr. Mildred? Because uh, I know that his father is concerned by his his son cream antics yeah, or just, lack of. I just want to actually shout out um, Mr. Mildred himself, Mildred Senior. This is I think it's I think it's Jonathan Mildred off the top. Oh, of my it's head. Jonathan or jo Johnny Johnny Mildred. Um, so yeah, shout shout out Mr. Mildred, a regular listener of the pod. Um, so thank you very much for your time. Uh, and your son's a great training partner, but he does need to remember his son cream a little bit more. Um, yeah, no, he did get burnt a little bit. Shred, Shred was kind of one of those guys who put sun cream on and still catch the sun quite a lot. Um, so, but he's better by the end of the camp. Yeah, but he was still, trying still his a best. A snapper. Yeah, still was trying his best. Guns. So, um, yeah, well done for trying your best, Shred. Uh, brilliant stuff. And um, Mildred Senior is not the only people that we've had um, contact contacting us 
um, no. with, with questions or queries. Oh. Is a question uh, from Alicia and Dan. Hi, Tom and Alex. It's Alicia here. Tom, I heard you mention before on the podcast about this being one of the few years you've managed to stay healthy and well over winter. My question is, how have you managed to maintain a high performance and a positive mindset when not feeling at your best? Any tips for when training and racing? Loving the podcast, by the way, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and also getting your queries in there. And I think that's a really uh, relevant question because, as you mentioned, you're potentially at a state where you're a little bit vulnerable having travelled. I myself am a little bit mm. ill, um, mm. and I wanted your advice as well. But we'll go to Alicia first because I've got quite a big race coming up. So, yeah, what were your thoughts on Alicia's question? Yeah, Alicia, Dan, thank you very much for getting in touch. And Alicia, that's a really, really great question. That's a, um, a brilliant point. I've actually been able to avoid illness, touch wood, so far throughout the season. Um, like you know, injury and illness are an athlete's worst worst enemy. You know, it's, it, it's, it's awful because you can train really, really hard and these things can come up and just absolutely out of nowhere and really set you back. So illness is something we have a lot of protocols um, that we stick by to try and keep it reduced as, uh, uh, as possible. Um, the annoying thing is I always find when you get really ill, and I'm quite prone to get chest infections, when you're ill, all you want to do is train, okay? Because you're not in the water. All you want to do is train. But the worst thing you can do for your illness is train, you know? Mm. So it's a bit of a double-edged sword in that respect. So um, we do a few things. First thing is I track my HRV, heart rate variability. Uh, so every night I wear a heart rate variability tracker. And essentially that shows you how well recovered you are and how well rested you are. So you want a high level of HRV. So I'm fresh off that flight. I've slept a few hours in the last two days. So my HRV is going to be really, really low. I'm quite susceptible to illness right now. So around these high risk periods where you're quite susceptible to illness, there's a few things you can do to kind of reduce the, the chance of catching something. Uh, and they're your illness strategies to reduce the chance of, they're called ERTI, so upper respiratory tract infections, which can then move down into chest infections and so on and so forth and knock you out. So um, staying hydrated is key. So we have, I've got my little illness bag right here, actually. Wow. I'm just holding it up. So this is why I'm taking the flight with me. So I've got my hydrotabs in it. So I'll drink a lot of water throughout the flight, all with hydrotabs in it, just to try and stay hydrated. I'll then take vitamin C supplements in the three days leading up to the flight and the three days after the flight. This is the same around competition periods as well. I've then got first defense nasal spray, which I'll take the day before the flight, of the day of the flight, and then after the flight as well. And then I've got cold time throat spray as well. So I've just got those bottles in there. Mask throughout the whole flight uh, and trying to stay clear of anyone who's like visibly ill. Um, and that that could be a bit like, awkward. Yeah. Honestly, people have, like Jimmy moved on the flight. He was next to someone who's ill and he, he got in touch with his air. So that's when I moved seats and they moved him. Because, you know, for all the, for all the, the rudeness and awkwardness, the you want to be, exactly, you want to be prioritizing your, your health and wellness. So that's what we do to avoid illness around high-risk periods. It's really, really important. Um, the harder you train, the lower your immune system is, the more you're susceptible to illness when you're really, really depleted. So you, you have to walk that line quite closely. You need recovery super, super important. I'm all for backing yourself in the pool, but when you're depleted, you need to restore those, um, you know, those energy levels and your immune mm. system. You need to eat well, sleep well, and, 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 and stay hydrated. So that's really important. And then, Alicia, you asked about when you do get ill and you've got periods of competition, that when you're ill or competition, unfortunately, I've never had to deal with that. That's something you need to speak to your doctor, your coach about and, and think about how you approach it, whether it's wise to compete at that point or whether it's wise to skip the competition. So, for example, at Edinburgh meet a few months ago, two of the guys in the team skipped the competition because they were ill uh, yeah. and they prioritised getting well and getting back to training really quickly. But if it's Olympic Games, 
you know, I'm not going to be missing that. Even if, you know, my right arm falls off, it comes to the Olympic final, I'm not going to be missing it. Um, but when it comes to training, don't be afraid to take time out of the water or time away from training, whatever it is, and prioritize recovery as number one, because the worst thing you can do, and I've done it way too many times, tell yourself you're feeling better when you know you're not. Try to get back too soon. And it just means that illness drags it on and on and on and on and on. Um, so even though it's like all you want to do and it's frustrating that you can't, make sure you're recovered take an extra day and then get back into training that's what i'd say yeah i think that's really good advice and i'm kind of in that boat i guess at the moment just because usually i'm pretty good with illness and stuff but i can't work out sometimes i might have tipped myself over the edge with a particularly hard session and i don't know if you've had mm. that and then you kind of your body kind of like when you get it when you get aches and stuff so maybe i shouldn't have done that but i guess I may have just got ill as well but i've got nationals on saturday what yeah. is sunday now so i mean in that week before like are you really gaining anything or is it kind of like i'm just trying to work out what what the best thing for me to do in terms of trying to match yeah. what i usually do you're not really making any gains three weeks before major competition that's yeah. why you'd be tapered down you know you need your body needs a block of training 21 28 days a solid block you then need to recover from that block to go through adaptation so we taper three weeks before a competition because in those three weeks, there are no more gains to be made. You need to prioritize being fresh, sharp, and full of energy and ready to race. So that's got to be a priority number one in the yeah. competitions. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, give it a couple of days. I, sh- I should be all right. But maybe having a, um, this might be a bit niche, but having a pro club tonight last night was maybe not the best way mm. to go. Um, or maybe it was the best way to go. Take yeah. a lot of things, relax, replenish, you know, a bit of time with. Uh, some 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 of the lads and it's quite an eventful night by the sound of things it was one to share share with our listeners extremely for this one yeah get get strapped up um i don't know why i'm sharing this but anyone who who doesn't know what pro clubs is it's basically (laughs) an online football game where usually people play online but we actually got together in the same room to play it and don't don't want to make it sound big but we did win division one which is you know ask your friends there are 10 divisions. So anyways, halfway through the, the night, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you add it up. Um, because of the way I was sitting out of my window, I actually saw um, a movement in the, a multi-story car park. And um, it was a badger. No I saw way. a badger for the first time in my life in a multi-story Goodness car park. I wonder um, what he was doing there, parking up and going saints. No, I I've got no idea, but um, he he went away, and then I said to I said to everyone, guys, I've just seen a badger, and they obviously didn't believe me. But then the badger came back, um, so I grabbed everyone and made sure that they that they also saw the badger. So that that's kind well, of been the highlight of my week. Um, it's a big weekend by the sounds of things, you know. Yeah. Shout out badgers, and if any of you guys have more badger stories, please send them in. We are. We are... If anyone's <laughs> if anyone's seen a badger like out and about. I'd actually be interested to know where. I've never seen one. Apart from ones that have been brown bread on the side of the road, I've never <laughs> seen never seen one in real life. Um, big big bits of kit, apparently. Yeah. Big bits of yeah, kit. Yeah, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with one. No, no not no. In a dark alleyway outside Post Emotions one night, I would not be wanting for something. Uh, so that's that's exactly why I kept my distance. Um, wow. But yeah, fun, fun nonetheless, but... Yeah, you know, hopefully by the time Saturday rolls around, um, we'll be good and ready to go again. Mm. Um, and one other request for a shout out that we had was actually from Chris and his team, who is a yes. fellow. Um, well, he's uh, based out in Australia. Um, mm. He was planning on maybe uh, coming to catch up with you at camp. Uh, yeah, but annoyingly, I don't think it happened. Interestingly, he said that he was actually thinking about entering like an open category in one of the meets you did. 
Um, yeah. And like he could have like raced against, I guess, you know, I think he's a breaststroker. So you're saying, that, you know, he had the opportunity to race PT. Um, yes. But I know that you just wanted to shout out um, his swimming club and a few of his swimmers. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, thank you very much for getting in touch. Uh, like everyone who reached out to us, it's really, really appreciated. Uh, and obviously you have got a really great team around you by the sounds of things. So Reese Lackland, Harry, William, Stella, Jack, Arabella and Emmett, um, you know, keep up the hard work. Sounds like you're training really, really um, well out in Australia. I'm jealous that you guys get to swim out there all the time, um, but keep up the hard work. And next time we're out there, we'll, uh, we'll be sure to, to pop over and say hi. So thanks for being in touch and keep up the hard work. Yeah. And thanks so much for listening. I know Chris is, um, it seems like a keen listener, but it must be weird. For when the the ep- you must have this when the episodes get released they're at a completely mm. different time to that that morning slot so i think it's more of, of an evening job for him um but yeah i think that's that's pretty much um all we've got to say on this huge finale episode of season three that's it's enough enough of the badger talk um but before i let you go to sleep um as always we do a freestyle section on the pod um you know, where we kind of just pick up on a few things, maybe ask a few questions, mm. have a topic that we discuss. But this week, I'm actually going to test your knowledge, your memory. And if you, frankly, if you're listening to the conversations we were having, because I'm going to give you five questions on season three. Okie dokie, far away. Here we go. If you're ready for that. Okay, here we go. Question one. What was the name of season three, episode one? Season three, episode one will have been December... The 14th, like you okay. said. Nice. So it will have been about Australia, I imagine. Because I was at Melbourne. Yeah, uh, I think it, it would have been just before then, though. Oh, no. Were you still been out there? Oh, you, you know your schedule more than me. It's not, it's not about okay. Australia. Or maybe it is, but there was a specific name that we actually discussed of thinking of naming the whole series. So actually, you could argue this is the name of the whole series oh, as well. It's like the return or something, or yeah, nearly or, mates. or become um, gone. Back to business. Back to so, business. Yeah, back to that business. was it. Back so yeah, business. it was a very obviously a very impactful name that we came up yes. with. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. So we'll think of an equally good one for season four, no doubt. Yes, sir. Question two. Okay, I obviously wanted to include our fantastic guest that we had as well. So uh-huh, this uh-huh. is the first guest question. Guest yeah. question. Katie Shanahan. Yes. What was her go? Like, obviously, you're Tom Dean, but I'm talking about Katie Shanahan. Yeah. What was her go-to cool room tune? Oh, uh, so Freya's was Megan Thee Stallion, and Katie's was Beyonce Adele. To be fair, I think she might have mentioned that, but there's one in my head that is sticking out. And also, for an extra clue, on the Instagram post that went out, this was the tune part of the post. God. It wasn't Kendrick, was it? No, I think that, that was, was that was Mr. Mildred. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna kick yourself, mate. British or American? Uh, British. A little clue: boiler room. Stormzy. Fred. Fred yeah. Fred again. Fred again. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Wow, actually. wow, wow. That's wow. That's quite poor. That's I was no watching point. Stormzy's boiler room set the other day. That's why it was in my head. Okay, my bad. My but bad. Um, yeah, no. Shout out Fred again. And shout out Katie. Um, the third question, again, I think you should get this one, but it'd be funny if you don't. This is about Shred, Ed. Yes. You you actually asked this question. So, yes. you know, it'd be interesting if you don't get the answer. Um, what did he say was his standout swim of the 2022 summer season? It will have been his... This is too good. His... 
to be fair, you uh, have only had four hours sleep. Was it his Rome Underfly Semi? Yeah, I think it was, mate. I think it was. Yes. Yeah, it was the fly. It was the Europeans. Yes, and yes, yes, it yes. Must have been the semi. So there's a point. It was the semi final. Yeah, I remember that well because that was his quickest time of the season. Exactly. And he sure. got the PB. Got the PB. Yes, he did. He did. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Um, penultimately, this is this is more of a question about the technicalities of the podcast um, and mm. the behind the scenes work. Um, yes. Which episode got incorrectly uploaded? Um, oh. Either oh. either episode number, or again, the, the episode titles are tough. Um, yeah. But if you can get a word from the, the what we spoke about in the episode, then I'll give you the point. Was it episode eight? No, mate. That was that was like two episodes ago. Yeah. No, I meant I meant episode six. Sorry, six. Was close. That was close. Also, just before I let you know, um, if you're playing at home, do let us know what score you get because yeah. Tom, that it was actually episode five. That's it, five. Because so, you texted me, didn't you? Like, oh, I've uploaded early. Or, or yeah. no, I've uploaded. I uploaded. So basically, the, one. the, f- the five, four came out instead of five, and it was yes. talking about New Year's resolutions. Yes, um, yes. But the episode was actually about Olympic burnout and um, Haggy, but I still think we're pronouncing his name wrong. Is that the, is that the Romanian part? Yeah, I think or? it's just Harge or Hag. Harge. Harge. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh, one, yeah. one day we've we'll actually chatted about a lot, you know, on this pod. We've actually, we actually done a lot have. of good content. <laughs> Mate, it's been stellar. <laughs> um, and that's why that's why we're still going on episode thirty. Okay, yes. and the final question. This is a this is a tough question. I'm actually looking at the answer myself. But how many reviews do we have on Spotify? And for a bonus point, what is the average rating of, of the review? I'm going to say we've got seven reviews on Spotify. Okay, mate, you've you've gone under there. We've got we've got a few more than that. 17 is what I meant to say. Reviews on Spotify. Double that, roughly. Wow, really? You got, th- got 38 Spotify. Did he actually? Yeah. That's fun, you know. That's really good. That's, that's decent. That's that's mostly your family and then a couple of others. <laughs> <laughs> the extended Dean family. Yeah. You know, my Australian family are getting in touch. And we have a 4.8 rating. Five, just straight five. Straight five. Straight five. What was it? Uh, say thirty-five people, thirty-eight people. Thirty-eight people, straight five, and I cannot All wait. Voted us five stars. I can't wait for someone to listen to this and vote it for. That's great. Please don't. But, <laughs> but you know what? We we do appreciate reviews. So any reviews, um, do get on that. That's brilliant. Oh well, thank you very much. Every single one of you, thirty-eight people have reviewed it, and every single one of you who have listened to the whole of. Uh, season three, season one, season two, all our episodes. I guess everyone, thank you again to our guests in season three for coming on. Um, yeah, even Dave was saying to me the other day, he said, God, I can't believe you racked up episode number 30 already. You know, yeah, it's quite cool. That's cool. So, um, awesome stuff. No, awesome. And here's to another great 30 to follow. Yeah, we'll take, um, We'll take next week off uh, in terms of an episode release. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a season three best bits. Um, I did enjoy yeah. the one I did for season one because it was just us laughing about like going for a walk yeah. and seeing horses in the countryside. We've um, got some. We've got some good bloopers from season three as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we we will do. I have started like editing small clips. Um, mm. So you know, depend depending on how it goes, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to season four because I think there's potential that we can start to maybe like broaden our guests in terms of you know really trying to open up different kind of conversations and and the types of people that potentially come on here so yeah really looking Mm. forward to that um but as always um thank you so much for just spending your your morning with us your commute 
your run your gym session your your chill but like we, we do really appreciate it and um yeah hopefully you enjoy it and we'll we'll keep turning up every week and keep taking you on the journey absolutely see you guys for season four see you then